Hey everyone, it's Christy Dole. Welcome back to the podcast, When Hustle Meets Flow. I hope you guys liked that little intro. That is not the intro that I am going to have as my final intro, but something like it. Um, if you know me in real life, you know I love to dance. I um, really love pop and hip hop and things like that. And that beginning of that song always just kind of gets me feeling feeling myself, feeling my my swag, you know? So hopefully you had a little moment of that. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And I want to dive right into today's topic, which is what is coaching? What is this, this phenomenon of coaching? And um, is, it for, is it right for me? I get this question a lot. I'm actually going to answer the three most uh, typical questions that I get the most, which is what is coaching? Is it right for me? And is it, or how is it different from therapy? So I'm definitely going to answer those questions. And I wanted to just share my experience with coaching. And I can't speak for my husband, but my husband's experience with coaching is a very huge part of, of our story. So first, let me just kind of say, I have been in the space of coaching my entire career. Right out of college, I worked in education, enrolling students into a college, so much coaching on that level, so much talking and asking questions and being real curious and helping people find their confidence. That was a very big part of what I did in that role. When I became a recruiter, so this is my corporate America uh, background I'm giving you, I was a recruiter. Um, I helped people in the Boston area find jobs in IT and software. So that was so fun because I was helping people, you know, find their dream job and their next their next job to add to their resume that would really round them out. And so there was a lot of coaching in that as well. A lot of again being real curious, asking very good questions, helping people decide if this next decision was right for them, and really not even not even helping them decide, but Helping them help themselves decide was a big part of that, if, if you followed that. Um, and then finally, when I transitioned into becoming a yoga teacher, being a yoga teacher is one of my favorite things to do. It's a gift to be able to hold space for people on their mats. And when you become a yoga teacher, and I think this is true for any teacher, the, you have an idea about who you're going to want to teach or what you're going to want to teach, but the universe has a way of providing you with the right students. So when I went through yoga school, I had this idea that I was going to teach power yoga and like really strong yoga to like young, super fit people. And what ended up happening when I opened up my studio, I ended up just the, the people that naturally came to me and that naturally uh, that, that I was able to be a really effective teacher to were beginners, people way, way beginning in their yoga practice. You know, the type of people that thought I can't do yoga. I'm not good at it. I can't touch my toes. And what I found was I have this real knack for taking something that seems really, um, you know, really kind of esoteric or really out there for people. And I have a way of making it very approachable and easy and enjoyable and fun and natural for them. So what I was known for was teaching beginners yoga, introduction to yoga. I owned a yoga studio for a few years and our most 
popular program. It always sold out was introduction to yoga. And I would really take all the fancy, fluttery, you know, woo woo out of yoga. And I made it really about, Hey, listen, this is just you finding your body again. You know, I remember some people would be doing lunges for the first time in however many years. And they would say, this hurts. And I'm like, yeah, it hurts because you're using your leg again. Like say hello to your hamstring. It's been a while. (laughs) And so I had this knack for doing that. And in, in that there was coaching. I mean, there was coaching people through getting out of their own minds. And a lot of times, if you've ever done yoga or started yoga, uh, something that people do, and this is just human nature. So it's not that they're doing it wrong. It's just a habit that they have is they tend to look around the room to see if what they look like is what everyone else looks like. And yoga, it's not about what you look like. It's about how it feels in your body. Yoga is about creating space in your body. So if you are doing something and you're trying to look like the person next to you, but you have a hard time breathing, you're feeling like you're suffocating, you know, your muscles are all like tight and and sharp pains. That's not the way your body is meant to do it. So in teaching yoga, there was, there was and is, because I still teach yoga to this day, so much coaching. It's coaching people to simply listen to their bodies again. And then I had the privilege for the last six years of having this online business where this is really truly the place where I blossomed into coaching. Um, So much coaching with this online business. Women, mostly women, wanting to become entrepreneurs, start a new business. And for so many reasons, but most mostly it was to, um, really there was two reasons why people started this business with me. And the first is money. They wanted to make extra money for fill in the blank, right? To have extras, to help pay the bills, to be somebody that is helping provide for their family, all these different reasons. The second reason is people just wanted to have something for themselves. So a lot of women who are blessed with the opportunity to not work, Um, you start to feel very purposeless. You just feel like you don't have anything that you're just a mom or you're just a wife and nobody wants that existence for too long. So this business gave them the opportunity to do those two things. And what I found in this business is we all come in with any situation with our, with our baggage. We all come in with our limiting beliefs, our limiting mindsets, our, you know, interpretations about life, our assumptions about life, um, you know, all the voices in our head telling us we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough, we're not savvy enough, we're not good enough in technology, we're not young enough, we're not old enough, we're not rich enough, we're not this enough, you know, it's so much of that. I had the honor and privilege of coaching people through without really having any formal training. It was just something that was natural to me. So my whole career really has has had this element of coaching in it. And so I want to share with you um, really how coaching, the, the profession of it, sort of became prevalent in my life. And that story begins with my lovely, beautiful, handsome, hardworking, so worth every ounce of my love husband, (laughs) my husband. Um, so when my husband and I were engaged, this was about 10 years ago, we had been together for about three and a half years 
And I loved this man with all my heart. And I knew, I knew his shadow. I knew his skeletons the same as he knew mine. And I really believed in him so much that I believed in him more than he believed in himself. And, and maybe you guys can relate to this. Maybe there's somebody in your life that you just see so much potential, but they are just so in their own way. And so my husband, when we were engaged, he, um, he had a, he had got, when I met him, he was just finishing college and he was getting a degree in video production. And when we were, we did long distance, the first six months of our relationship, I lived in Arizona, he lived in Massachusetts. And so we would spend a lot of time talking on the phone and I got to know this man and became so in awe of the vision and the clarity and the passion that he had for video. He was in college when I met him, but he was also working and he worked at a hardware store, a job that he had had since high school. And that was fine. You know, that was just the thing he did for, for, for money. Um, but on the side, any chance he got, he would do work in video. He would work for free. He would do contests. He would do little 48 hour film festivals he would work with his uncle who had a company. I mean, he was really putting his hand at anywhere he could. And it's because his passion was there. So fast forward three and a half years and his passion is still there. And he's still working at that hardware store. And I'm about to marry this man. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not an idiot, right? Like in my head, I'm like, okay, you have a degree in video, you love video, you have this passion for video, yet you are not working in video. What is the disconnect? You know, like, why aren't you going after the thing you want? And at the end of the day, what I saw was it was his confidence. He just lacked the confidence. He was, he lacked the life skills to learn the confidence. And I don't, you know, this is not a, a dig at my husband or his his parents having raised him. This is something that is across the board. We are not taught as children how to build our confidence from the inside out, right? External confidence is like fake, right? That's the car you drive and the clothes you wear and the money you have. Internal confidence is something that nobody can take away from you. It's something that you build and cultivate within yourself through habits, through choices, and through consistency. And so my husband, I, I found that he lacked this confidence. And I told him, listen, I love you and I want to marry you and I want to have your babies and all these things, but you've got to get your shit together, like straight up. I literally had this conversation with him. I was like, you've got to just get your stuff together. And I knew that therapy wasn't the thing that he needed. And I'll start to answer this question now, but therapy and coaching differ because therapy deals with the past. In therapy, you will talk about your past to nauseam. You will ask the questions, the who, what, where, when, why, you know, you will dig in. How is that showing up in your life today? It's all about the stuff in the past, which is so important. It's so important to deal with those things, to heal from those things, to feel those things. So, so important. But I just knew that that's not what he needed. He needed somebody to help him identify where he is today and take him into the future. 
And so I literally hopped on Google and I just typed in life coach. And I think we were living in Woburn, Massachusetts at the time, right? I wrote life coach, Woburn, Massachusetts. At the time, I didn't know how coaching worked. I didn't know if they had to meet in person. I didn't know how it worked. So I figured I needed somebody local. And the first person that came up, I looked at her website. I was like, okay, okay. looks legit. Called her up. And like, literally, we joke about this to this day. I was like putting in my order for her. <laughs> I was like, listen, I've got this, this fiance who's amazing, who's all these things. And here's what he needs. I'm like, he needs confidence. He needs habits. He needs mindset skills. He needs to change all these different things. And I, she probably thought I was insane because you know, it was like, I was at the Chick-fil-A window asking for a chicken sandwich with a side of this and a side of that. And like, that's not how humans work. So, I mean, that was so naive and so silly of me 10 years ago, but I, I think it's funny. And to this day, her and I laugh about it. But, um, anyways, she was like, all right, look, (laughs) she's like, I definitely would think I can help. Let me talk to your husband. So the rest is really his story. I was not involved in their phone calls. I, you know, asked questions, but he really kept it close to the vest, which I fully, fully understood. But here's what I can tell you that happened to my husband in the six months that he worked with that coach. First of all, Within the first four months, he had built the confidence and the mindset within himself that he actually started to look for work in his field. What had stopped him before is he felt like he didn't have the right internship during college. He felt like he didn't have the right experience. He felt like he just wasn't good enough to actually get a job. So all of these limiting beliefs, all of these excuses all of these blocks essentially stopped him from taking action to, to, to live his dream, to, to find that dream job. Within four months, this man had shifted so much. It was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. There was a lot of, I mean, I just admire my husband so much because he really went there. He did the work. I, I saw him in moments where he wanted to revert back to his old programming. I saw him kind of struggling in his own mind to have a new mindset, a new thought process. I saw this in him and I saw him do the work. Guys, this is not a joke, but my husband in, um, applied for, so we live in the Boston area and there is a, t- there's really not too many, you know, sin- like ongoing TV shows being made in Boston, but there is one and it's a food show and it's called Phantom Gourmet. And this, this food show has been around for 20 years, 20, almost 30 years, I think since the nineties. And they had put out a listing on, of all places, Craigslist. And actually I remember my, one of my best friends, she actually emailed me and she's like, Hey, did you see this? Like, this would be great for Greg. Now in the past, I would have sent this to him and he would have, he would have just made excuses as to why he was not good enough. But to, but this day he applied and he got a call and he went into interview. I mean, I honestly could cry thinking about this story. He went into interview. Now at the time I was working as a recruiter. So, you know, I prepped him. I gave, I told him all the, all the things to do, not to do the questions to ask, not to ask, you know, I, I prepped him. 
And at the, I had told him, I said, listen, at the very end of the, of the interview, and this is a tip for you guys for interviews. If you want, you want, you don't want to leave there without having asked this question. And the question is this, is there anything about my experience or our conversation that we've had today that you're still unsure if I would be right for this job? And he asked that question. Now, guys, I have to make you understand that this man is someone who would never have asked that question. He wouldn't have had the confidence. He would have felt so uncomfortable. All the excuses, all the mind chatter. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this. Is there something going on in your life right now that you're not doing because you have all this mind chatter about why you shouldn't do it? So it's the same situation that my husband was in. So he asked the question and they said to him, you know what? Yeah, we're actually a little concerned that you haven't, you don't have any experience having shop food. And so my husband, again, this, this new man that had been working with this life coach for four months, this new man said, you know what? Give me a day and I'll put something together. And so they said, okay. And so this man took inspired action and he orchestrated a lot of events that night. He was at a restaurant, a local restaurant shooting food. He edited it at home. And the next morning they had that footage in their inbox. And guess what guys, we got married on October 9th, 2011 this whole process was going on in the month of uh, like November into December. And on December 31st, 2011, he got the job. He was hired out of thousands of applicants. He got the job. Oh God, I that's one of the most proud moments, transformative moments I have ever seen of any human being in my life. I mean, it was just such a beautiful transformation for him. And I'm so proud of my husband and I'm so happy for him. And to this day, he has that job. He has won three Emmys in editing. I mean, my husband is my hero. He really is. He's also kind of a pain in the ass sometimes, but that is for another day, another conversation. Um, But that truly is the story of how coaching transformed his life. So about five years later, we were married and I was expecting my first baby and I was teaching yoga and was really looking for a way to make some extra money. And so I started this online skincare business. And for the first year I floundered and I realized that so much of life had happened to me through friendships and relation, mostly relationships that had really broken me down. I really felt like a shell of myself. I mean, this is, this is a true story. I felt like a shell of myself and I just realized I was at one year into my online skincare business doing absolutely nothing with it. Considering going back to working full time when I had this almost one year old baby by my side. And the thought of that brought me to my knees. And it's funny when you're in the lowest of low points, that's literally when the universe will extend its hand and say, here, I want to help you, but you've got to be the one to reach up, grab the hand and do the work. And so what I ended up doing was calling that same coach and just saying, Hey, you know what? It's my turn. I need some help. 
my confidence is low. I don't believe in myself. I don't think I'm good enough. And by God, do I want this to work for me and my family? And so I worked with her for nine months. I'll, you know, spare the, spare the details of what we did in there. It doesn't matter. It was personal for me and it's exactly what I needed. And here's what happened. I was in a business where you can get promotions and with each promotion, you get a pay increase and all these different things. So when I had started with her, I was like, I think I had had two promotions in a year, which was, you know, nothing, nothing to write home about. It was just average, a little below average, to be honest. Within four months of working with her, I had promoted five times. A month and a half later, I promoted a sixth time. A year later, I had earned a free car. Well, I shouldn't say it's free. Um, I earned it, so but the company paid for it. And I became a six-figure earner, which was my dream. It was my dream to be a six-figure earner, but but not having done it in a corporate environment, having done it at home on my own terms. And I maintained all of that for a good three or four years. It was incredible. And coaching 100% took me from this low point in my life. And because I was ready and I showed up for it and I did the work and I got uncomfortable and I was consistent and I, you know, all the things you, you don't just hire a coach and like magic happens. You have to, there's, there's, there's an action that has to come with it. But because I did that, I truly realized my worth. And because I realized my worth, my whole exterior environment changed. So you remember a couple podcasts ago, I talked to you guys about how you actually make change from the inside out is, is starting with your identity and then your identity will will tell you what your values are and your values will inform your beliefs and your beliefs then essentially your behaviors come from your beliefs right what you believe is what you do and then what you do ultimately is going to affect how your environment shows up so what coaching did for myself and my husband and every person i know that has been through the coaching process is it helps you reclaim your identity it helps you um, construct your identity if you've never even thought about it. So that is my story and my husband's story. The two close, I mean, obviously I, me and my husband, my husband is what the, my closest person in my life. I wanted to share those two with you. I also have other friends that I've recommended coaching to that have had amazing transformations, having come out of tragedy and just things that are unimaginable, really using the coaching process to transform it into the stepping stone that they needed to really claim their life and make it the best that they can be. It's amazing. I mean, I could tell you story after story after story, but really what I want to do now is just answer the three most popular questions about coaching. The first question is what is coaching? So guys, it's not complicated. Every, just like, just like athletes have coaches, just like, um, you know, uh, people that are in music have music coaches, right? The, human beings need coaches. They do. Um, if you want to excel or elevate or level up in any part of your life, you can't do it from the same mind frame that has you in the state of life that you're in now. 
That's just crazy, right? You don't know what you don't know. So that's not your fault. So imagine if somebody like Michael Phelps, who's like one of, you know, the best swimmer in the world, imagine if he wanted to become the best swimmer in the world, just not using, not, not getting any help from anyone. Just imagine if he was like, oh, you know, what? I'm just going to train myself. I'm going to coach myself. How far would he have gone really? Probably not far because coaches come in with a set of skills and training and expertise that help you elevate in the part of your life that you want to elevate. So what coaching looks like, honestly, it's different for everybody, but really you're going to work and co-create with your coach and you're going to tell them what your goals are. You're going to tell them where you're feeling stuck and they're going to ask you questions and they're going to have you think about things and they're going to suggest things and they're going to give you inquiry and they're going to have you become curious about your mindsets and your habits. And you're going to start to really look at your life objectively, right? Because sometimes we're so in it that we can't see, we can't see what's in front of us, right? What is that expression? We can't see the forest through the trees. You can't really see what your block is if you're so in it. So what a coach does helps you get that 10,000 foot view so that you can understand, oh, that's the pattern in my life. Oh, that's why I keep dating the wrong guy. Or, oh, that's why I keep having this issue in my life over and over, but with different people or different jobs or whatever. So coaching is really a process that's unique and individual for you. It's something that will help you elevate your life and level up in any area of your life. Now, the type of coaching that I specifically do is pretty simple. I'm, I'm struggling right now with, with how simple it is. Um, but really the kind of coaching that I do is I work with men and women who simply want to live a happier life. And I know, like I said, it's, it's just, it sounds so simple, but really that's, that's what I'm about. What really gets me going is helping people level up in any area of their life. I thrive when I see people, um, have aha moments and breakthroughs and I know for me how how what much of a game changer those six months of coaching was in my life. I and so that's literally what I'm going after is just helping other people be happier, find more purpose, find more joy in any area of their life. It can be your career, your relationships, your health, your um, confidence. Um, I am really into manifesting. So if you want to sort of tap into that side of you and you're, you know, connected with it, you understand it and you want to just like enhance that. That's something that I'm really uh, focused on as well. So let's see. The next question I get asked a lot is, is coaching right for me? So really, I honestly think coaching is right for everybody. Just like I think therapy is right for everybody. I honestly think everybody in the world can do can and should do therapy just because there's nothing bad that will come of it. Um, same thing with coaching. I really believe that everybody could use a coach. Um, the question really is, you know, in terms of investing in yourself, is there a part of your life that you want to enhance? Is there a part of your life that you feel stuck? Is there a part of your life that you feel like you're in the same cycle over and over, just repeating itself, but in different ways? Is there a part of your life where you feel like you want to grow and explore? Do you realize that you that you are lacking confidence? 
Um, I think I said this, but do you feel stuck? That's a big one. Coaching will help you if you're in any of those places that I've mentioned. Coaching is definitely for you. And the last question I get asked all the time is, you know, how is this different from therapy? And again, therapy is going to dig into the past. In coaching, we do, like sometimes it comes up with my clients where um, we might identify, you know, an inner an inner critic that they have, which essentially is, we all have them, just so you know, everybody has these, but um, an inner critic, or sometimes they're called gremlins, but they're essentially that voice in your head that's like, oh gosh, who do you think you are, right? Or I have a, I have a voice in my head that whenever I go to do a live or anything where it's like video, I have a little voice in my head that's like, you don't look good enough to do this right now. <laughs> that's just, it's just a replay a record in my head. Um, so that is uh, I'm an inner critic. And so in coaching, we might you know, we might explore like, okay, so did you hear that? And have you heard that in the past? Or who used to say that to you as a child? Or where did you experience this level of fear before? And we might explore that for a moment. And it's really just for information. It's just as a reference point, but we're not going to stay there. We're not going to live in that past. We're not going to dig into it. Um, that's really what therapy is for in coaching we may understand, oh, okay, it's for this, um, and that's it. So, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, share it on your social. Talk to you later.